Hello, and welcome to the Activation Nation podcast, your weekly source of actionable advice from industry experts in self-development, health, life vantage products, network marketing, and more to help you activate your wellness, your business, and your life. Today's episode focuses on company, one of the four pillars of belief. But first, the legal stuff. You may hear our guests talk about the income they've earned or how their health has been affected with LifeVantage. Please note that the average annual earnings of a typical active LifeVantage distributor in 2021 was $704. For the most up-to-date information, please click the link in our show notes. Any product statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. And now, here's your host to dive into today's story to help you activate your life. Hello, 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 Activation Nation. It is Colton Smith, one of the directors of sales here at LifeVantage, coming to you with another episode of the Activation Nation podcast. And we got a good one today. We got a great one today. And one that I've actually been looking forward to for quite a long time. Uh, We have the opportunity today to sit down and chat with none other than the president and chief executive officer here at LifeVantage, the one, the only, Mr. Steve Fife. We have an opportunity in this in this episode to listen to Steve's, kind of learn a little bit more about Steve. You know, I, I got to be honest, I, I've, I've been able to work with Steve for, for about five years here at the company, but I've never really had the opportunity to actually hear his story, you know, how, you know, his, his experience, his background, how he ended up here at LifeVantage. Uh, you get to hear all of that in this particular episode, as well as the important things of, of his vision for LifeVantage, where we're currently at, where we're going, why LifeVantage is the company right now. And I think you're really going to dig what you hear. So without further ado, let's listen to none other than Steve Fife. If I may, I might share a, a little a little personal story about how I met our guest today. It's uh, one of my favorite stories that has happened to me in my 12 years here at LifeVantage. Here at, uh, at LifeVantage, we, um, we have events that are known as Pro 5 Summits. These are events that uh, you know we fly in our distributors, give them three days here at Park City, Utah, an opportunity to kind of hang out, network, you know, get together. And, um, you know, this was an event that we did back in 2017, I think. Does that sound right? I think that's right. About 2017. And, uh, you know, we we had an incredible event and uh, we were going to wrap up this entire event with a round of golf, which I was really excited about. And so I was told that I was going to be playing golf in the morning, teeing off at 730, and uh, I will do whatever it takes to play golf. So... Um, I went to bed, you know, I set my alarm. I think I set like three or four alarms, like that was going to wake up seven o'clock, get to the course early, tee off, like just practice, be ready to go. And, uh, lo and behold, uh, I woke the next morning, Saturday morning to the hotel calling me, not my phone alarm, but the hotel calling me. And it was one of those situations where my heart just instantly sank where I'm like, I'm in trouble. I'm not where I'm supposed to be. And I, I just answered the phone and it was a friend of mine, Skylar Fobbs, who was like, hey man, I'm at the golf course right now. You're supposed to tee off in five minutes with the CFO. And uh, at this time, I hadn't had, I didn't even know who the CFO was, I don't think. And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, I'll be there. I, acting like I'd been awake for hours, even though I just barely woken up. 
So I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm like almost there. I hung up, threw on whatever clothes I could see in my just immediate vision, grabbed my golf clubs, ran a full sprint to this golf course, which was fortunate for me that was right next to the hotel and uh, happened to run right up to the first tee box where I met my uh, golf partner and first time ever meeting this guy, Steve Fife. Um, and so Steve Fife's first impression of me was this random guy that made him late for his tea time, who ended up being his, uh, golf cart partner. Um, I imagine that I was pretty funny, pretty cool to hang out with pretty good guy. Um, but you're just like, he obviously is never on time for anything. And, uh, yeah, pretty, pretty much the, the thing that, uh, Colton left out of that story was, at some point, <laughs> at some point, the the refreshment cart came around, and you know because of the circumstance where he had just woken up, he obviously hadn't eaten, and the cart comes up, and he's kind of looking at me with these eyes of of um, I, I don't know these puppy dog eyes <laughs> that in in his rush to leave his room to get to the to the uh, T, he also forgot his wallet. And so it was one of those situations with uh, like, well, dad, can you buy me breakfast as well? <laughs> so yeah, I, I it, was a, best, it was a great first best, impression. I, think, I forgot about that part because I, I do remember I was riding with the CFO and I didn't have my wallet and I wanted to buy some food. And I asked you for like 20 bucks. And I remember you saying something along the lines of, you think I just have money on me because I'm the CFO? Like, <laughs> and you know what? I think he did have money. And I did get that food. So it actually ended up working it out all for us. It, out. it all worked out for us. Uh, but no, this is uh, this is our opportunity, Life Vantage, right now. We have a, a great opportunity to officially get to meet really our, our CEO. And I say officially, I mean, he's been the CEO here at Life Vantage since September of 2020. Um and you know, I sit. I'm I'm fortunate enough here at the corporate office where my desk is, uh, you know, I think a solid ten feet from his office. But even you know, even for me, I still Steve Fife to me is is still somewhat of a mystery. So I was really looking forward to this episode because this is our opportunity to really get to know the CEO at Life Vantage, who he is, where he came from, his vision of the company, and so Steve Fife. We're gonna be we're gonna be sharing your story today. I'm excited to hear your story. Are you are you excited to share your story? I, I am thrilled. Those <laughs> that, those that know me know how open and transparent I am. I, yeah, I think, no, I'm excited to be spend time with you. I think this is uh just so we're on the same page. This is your very first ever podcast. It it would be my first ever podcast, and this correct. is my second podcast. So, so between the two of us, us we, we got three episodes of experience. So this is going to be great. <laughs> but let's start. Let's start from the very beginning. Let's start, you know, where you're from, where you grew up. A little bit about Steve Fife as a kid. Let's go all the way back in time to when you're born. I'm assuming in the mid 1980s, uh, early 1990s. A, a, little, a little earlier than that. Okay. But, but yeah, no, I was... Um, I, I was born and grew up in San Mateo, California, which is just south of San Francisco. Um, 
the youngest of five children. Um, and in fact, I was just reminiscing with one of my sisters the other day um, that I, I grew up, um, I'd say in a loving family, but one where a story attached to me was that when my mom and dad told my other brothers and sisters that um, there would be a new addition to the family, the response was not one of joy and excitement, but of tears, <laughs> wondering how this was happening and why. And they all frequently remind me that, um, and I, I feel their love, but I also feel that I, I never really belonged <laughs> growing up. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I love my brothers and sisters, but it was always with that shadow that hung over me that um, how I grew up. And maybe that made me, you know, who I am today. Maybe it made me a little tougher, but uh, uh, grew up as a very active kid, um, love sports, love the outdoors, um, my dad was was a was a athlete, and I think he instilled in in all of us a competitive spirit. And uh, so, a lot of my childhood was spent um, in sports. And uh, and I'm, I think those sports include basketball because. What are you six six five six six? No, six two. Okay, I, I'm, I'm six really two. Bad with but heights. I I played I played <laughs> basketball. Played baseball, um, but I snow ski and and um, and um, probably because of my dad. My dad was a very avid golfer, and he taught me at a very young age how to play golf. And so I still to this day um, play golf when I have a chance. And I've seen I've seen that <laughs> that golf swing in action. I think I think you beat me that day, <laughs> like handedly. I think. I, don't I think know. you were the victor. I don't remember that. I don't remember. I started off on like the wrong foot. And I don't think I ever recovered, and so <laughs> I, mentally I just wasn't there. And I think you just you just won. I think that's uh, what happened there. So so out there in California, I guess uh, where'd you go to school? So went to school um, university. I I I, um, I graduated from Aragon High School, uh, the Dons, um, and after I graduated, I. Um, went to university in Utah at Brigham Young University. And, um, and I ended up studying uh, accounting. Um, it, it kind of an interesting story. My, my oldest brother is, what, 13 years older than I am. And so I, I actually don't have a lot of early childhood memories of him. But after he had graduated and, and would come and visit occasionally. Um, he, he, I, I, I had an aptitude for math. And out of the blue, he kind of said, well, Steve, maybe you should think about being an accountant. And I had no idea what that was. And I'm not sure he really knew what it was. And, and for those of you who, who know, there's, there's really not a lot of math involved with with accounting, but um, for some reason that that planted a seed, and uh, I took a couple of accounting classes in high school as a result of that, and then never really deviated from that track through through college. So I I graduated in accounting um, from BYU, 
and then uh, started my career uh, with Deloitte and Touche, one of the large public accounting firms. Okay, okay, and uh, and I guess we can go from there. You know, so you you get your degree accounting. Um, I, I think we kind of want to get a little bit more uh, context on you know your your background. I think this is a good opportunity to kind of see, you know, you got a you got a wealth of experience. Uh, in your years of of working in accounting and in the in the world of finance, and so maybe just a quick overview of of kind of where you've been, where you started, and uh, how you eventually ended up here at LifeVantage. But yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I, I guess before I go there, maybe some context as well. I I ended up meeting my wife um, while we were going to school, and um, uh, we married. Uh, I guess just before before our senior year. And uh, she also happened to be from the Bay Area. And so when we when we graduated, we moved back. That was home for us and and lived there for a number of years. But she she graduated in interior design. And so we have um, we've complimented one another very <laughs> very much over the years. In fact, we just celebrated our 40th wedding anniversary together wow. a couple of months ago. But uh, we've complimented and somehow her creativeness and my nerdiness have, have balanced one another pretty well. And, and um, But I've always kind of fought that stereotype of, of being an accountant. Um, even for early, early in my career, like I said, I'm, I worked at Deloitte and & Touche, and, and um, it's pretty hardcore accounting. It's, you know, I was doing audits. And, um, but what, what excited me wasn't necessarily the technical side of debits and credits and, and um, the rules and governance associated with it, but it was the business. And, and so after a, a number of years at Deloitte, I left and, and um, became a, a finance person for um, a publicly traded company. And, and I've spent, I spent uh, 30 years with various publicly traded companies, most of them in the Bay Area. Um, uh, and most of them in the technology space, just given the proximity of, of the Bay Area and Silicon Valley. And so um, had, a, had a very um, successful year, or career, sorry, <laughs> successful career. And um, ultimately when our youngest child went off to, to college, I had an opportunity uh, for a, a job in Austin, Texas. And I ended up kind of pulling my wife, kicking and screaming from the Bay Area to Austin. And, um, and, and it was a tremendous opportunity and, and had some success at that company and sold that business and um, was looking for my, for my next gig. And um, kind of out of the blue, a recruiter called me up, and um, I I wasn't I didn't know this person. Um, I'm not sure to this day how he found my name, but uh, he started talking to me about this opportunity in Utah, and um, a, a direct selling or a multi-level marketing company, 
and um, asked if I'd be interested in it. And I, and I, um, we, we, we have three children and all three of our children live in Utah right now and, and, and did at the time. And so when I, when I said yes to that recruiter, it was really primarily because of the relationship and, or the location of our, of our children and, um, ended up, you know, talking to the board, talking to the executive team and thought that there was really an opportunity here, something, something that met my skill sets, uh, met, met what I look for in terms of um, uh, the type, type of company and where they are in, in their life cycle, and most importantly, kind of the growth opportunities um, that I saw. So um, yeah, just over five years ago, I started with LifeVantage as the CFO. And shortly, and shortly after joining LifeVantage as that CFO, Playing golf. Play, played golf. Playing with, golf with, with director Smith. of sales Colton Smith. Yeah, and almost destroying a, him on the golf course. Yeah, which yeah, is, which is fine. <laughs> Something along those which lines. Which is fine. <laughs> you know, I think I've forgiven you by this point. Um, no, but you know, it's kind of it's really interesting. So you know, you you spent it sounds like you, the majority of your professional career outside of the industry of direct sales, and then this opportunity comes up at LifeVantage and. And this is really kind of your first go around in, in, in network marketing. And I guess, was there, can, can you tell us about kind of evaluating that? Like, has, was that, was that shift from what you were traditionally doing, shifting over to a network marketing company where, were there things that you had to like figure out? Was there some things that were the same, some things that were unique to our industry? Yeah. Yeah. Well, one of the, one of the things that I'd been fortunate to do in my career is, is experience different industries. Um, I think as a, as a finance guy, you can kind of do that. Each, each industry has their own nuances and differences, but at, at some level, um, numbers are numbers. Uh, you know, again, speaking as, as the finance guy and, and, um, one of my, one of my strengths over the years has been the ability to come in and assimilate fairly quickly some of those nuances. And I, you know, did that um, in, in previous lives by sitting down and asking questions and, and um, being pretty transparent with what I know and what I didn't know. And, and as you know, I, I learned over the years that the sooner that you can get up to speed on those nuances, the more impactful that you can be. And, um, and so I, I, I changed industries in the past. That wasn't, uh, as much of a concern to me, but what, what I've always looked for again is, is, you know, what, what's, what's going to drive success at a company and is it, is it something that is in, within my or the leadership team's control. Um, I've always had a philosophy that um, I've, I've never shied away from hard work, difficult work, <laughs> lots of work. Um, if I believe that through that um, perseverance and success, that there is financial success and, 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 and success 
defined in a in a number of different ways. It's not just you know the the bottom line. Success could be measured in a lot of different ways, but I want to put myself in a position to win, and 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 that's what I saw at Life Vantage. So it it wasn't the the industry that attracted me initially to the company. It was a belief that um, I could influence and make a difference with the company. That's awesome. That's awesome. So you joined joined Life Vantage in in 2017, and I remember those those years of, of you being the CFO. I remember. Uh, Having to walk into your office and you just go, "Hey, Steve, uh, I need money," and uh, yeah, you, you, uh, you're very a straightforward guy. That's what I. That's what I learned in all those experiences. Well, tell how I, it is. I like to think that I ask questions to understand sure. things, but also ask questions to make sure. The person also understands things. Oh, yeah. And you ask right? questions and it makes the person just start to question themselves like, do I need more money? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not I'm not sure now. Those were those were some interesting conversations. I I learned a lot in yeah. going into your office and going, all right, let's buckle up. Here we go. <laughs> this is what we need. Um but you know, we mentioned it a little bit earlier. You know, you you were the CFO here, 2017, 2018, 2019, and then in September of 2020, um, we you became the interim CEO here at LifeVantage, and you know, I can I can only imagine that that shift is a little different from being a CFO and working on the finance side to shifting over to being the the CEO of a company uh could you tell us kind of like what was your what was the biggest change or what was maybe even the biggest challenge or the biggest difference from shifting over from you know spent your entire time in this you know this finance role to shifting over to now you're the CEO of a publicly traded company like Yeah ours. yeah I mean I I think a couple of thoughts on that um one was um, I'd been a CFO for a long time at different companies. I was I was I I, I think I'd say comfortable with um, who I was, my role, my ability to come in to companies and and influence a direction of the company, but very much from you know that that financial finance perspective. And, um, and, and so, you know, when the, when the board asked me if I would step in on, on an interim basis initially, and, and then I guess in February, so a few months later, asked if I'd step, you know, step, step in on a permanent basis, um, the two big, the, the two biggest challenges or, or thoughts that went through my mind were, were, were one, <laughs> you know, getting out of that comfort zone, something that, um, again, as a CFO, I was very familiar with. And I, and I think everyone, you know, not just in careers, but in relationships, just in life, get to points where, where they're comfortable. And, 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 and I'm not sure that there's growth or as much growth that occurs when you're in that state of comfort, and and so you know, you know, digging deep in myself and wondering, 
you know, did I want to um, expand my horizons and take on this challenge um, caused me to, to pause and reflect. And, and probably, you know, why, why the board or in part why the board also asked me to be on just a, on an interim basis initially. And, and the second thing was just, you know, candidly how the field would, would accept me. You know, they, I, I had developed good relationships over the, the, the three years that I'd been with the company. Um, but, you know, kind of that guy that, you'd wave to or shake a hand and, and, and maybe play golf with, but not, not as the CEO of the company. And, and again, knowing, um, you know, that the dynamics or starting to know the dynamics of, a of the direct selling industry and, and just how relationship based it really is, would I be viewed, um, as, as a leader that could, you know, take the company to the next step. And, and um, you know, I, I, I did what I've done in other companies. When I've, when I've started a job, I, I reached out to those leaders and I, and I talked to them. I, I asked a lot of questions. I listened. And I think during that two or three month, again, interim period of time, um, I got, really committed to the company because I, I I thought that there was an you know an even bigger opportunity than what I had originally identified and kind of the welcome arms from the distributors and the support that I felt from 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 them was amazing and and probably gave me the courage to um, to accept the, the the permanent position from the board um, so, but it's, but it's different, you know, you're kind of, you're kind of the, the, the person now, you know, there's the buck kind of stops with me and, um, it's, it's been a phenomenal experience. I, I, I look back and, um, I'm not planning on going any place, but look back and I think my, my career would have fallen short had I not had this experience to kind of, um, you know, take on the challenges of, of being the CEO of a company. For sure. For sure. Is, would you say, you know, now that in this particular capacity as the CEO, is there anything like, what, what do you enjoy the most in this new, in this role? I, I keep saying new, you're not, it's not new. You've been doing <laughs> this for almost two years, yeah. but in this capacity, this yeah. and being, you know, being the CEO, is there anything that you really, really enjoy about this position? Yeah, you know, I, I think it is um, the chance to see um, holistically what we are doing as a company um, and to be able to interact um, with our board of directors and, and working with them to develop the, the broader strategy of the company, um, and then working with our executive team, which is phenomenal, to put together kind of the, the, the strategies around the execution of that vision, and then carrying that to both the distributor base and to the employee base. 
And, and so it's, it's that holistic view of um, seeing things to, to, to feel the successes and, and the, the disappointments. You know, I, I, I think, again, when we, when we fall short of something, that's, that's where I personally grow the most. And I think as, as a company, we, we recognize, um, you know, when, when we miss the mark. And, and I think we're com all committed to doubling down and to improve upon those things so that we can realize um, the vision, the dreams of, of what we have a, a hold of here at LifeVantage. That's awesome. That's awesome. So you are now today, not new, for the last couple <laughs> of years, the CEO of LifeVantage of a network marketing company. I think a lot of I think of a lot of our leaders would be interested to kind of hear your perspective. You know what what intrigues you most about the industry of network marketing? Yeah, you know I've I've shared this in in. I guess other speeches or opportunities that I've had to, um, you know, share some of my thoughts on this with people. But at its at its simplest form, I, I think it's the ability to um, to see, to experience, you know, witness um, very direct impact on individual lives. Um, my, my career prior to life and age, um, I was largely with much bigger companies, um, um, creating value in the macro environment. But, um, what is so unique about that, this, this, this industry is the stories the stories that we hear um, day in and day out about how a product, how a how a, a, the business opportunity, how the community impacted someone's lives, and you know it, it's and it's not it's not isolated. Um, you know it, it is such a an, an inclusive type of experience. I, I was in Japan a couple of weeks ago for a convention. Um, and, and during that, during that convention, um, the stories that were shared by individuals in, the, in Japan and the life altering impacts of the company in their lives was very consistent to what I've heard in the United States, or in Europe, or in Mexico, um, and it's and it's inspi inspiring to me. It it is it is it it's it's a feel good situation where you know you are benefiting people. You are doing something that people are better because of an action that they took as a result of you reaching out and. And uh, and talking about life and for sure, for sure, and and you know obviously in this in this position as the CEO and your experience as the CFO, I know you had plenty of opportunities over the last five years here at LifeVantage to talk to whether it's investors or people just simply that want to know more about what is 
life vantage. You know, when people see our name on the jersey of Real Salt Lake, they're like, they they want to know what is life vantage. For you, I think a lot of people would be interested to kind of hear as the CEO, what is something you always mention about life vantage to someone that doesn't know anything about our company? What what is the thing that you say? If I were to describe Life Vantage, it would be this, or this is what separates us from from everything else out there. Yeah, yeah, it's a great question, and, and it's probably you know my response has probably evolved over the five years that I've been with the company. But but today, you know, I I I talk about Life Vantage being a wellness company, um, and you know we we have worked over the last several months um, to to try to crystallize a little bit who we are as a company. And, and I think it's important that people, you know, employees and distributors know what we stand for and, and part of it, what, what we're not as well, that, that comes with a definition like that. Um, and so, you know, our, our mission statement, our, our purpose, it is that you know we offer people around the world, so so globally, a better path to wellness and a healthy, vibrant life, and and that that resonates with me because I think it touches those I don't know ten twelve words um, capture a lot of who we are. It is we are we are wellness, and I think that that is physical and finance, financial, emotional, spiritual, all site. What wellness is very broadly defined. Um, and, uh, and, and healthy and vibrant, again, take into consideration a very broad definition around physical, financial, healthy, spiritual, all of those things. But that's, that's who we are in my, in my mind. In my mind, that's who life manages. And we give people globally the opportunity to experience that. Um, we do that, we do that with very unique products. Um, you know, our, our ProTandem NRF2 is a differentiator for us. And, and we are absolutely committed to continually um, provide both products, but business opportunities that are unique to people um, in this industry and in general. Um, so that's what I guess that's what I say. I, and I think that's a very good thing. To yeah, say. I yeah. like that. That's it's yeah. awesome. And and uh, and obviously, as the CEO, I think one of the things that you you obviously need to have in this capacity is is that vision. And I know you know. You know, I'm an employee myself. Uh, I'm always interested in this, and I know our field is always interested in this. Is is the vision? You know, what what is the vision of Life Vantage? Where are we going to be at the end of you know this fiscal year? Or you know, what is the vision? Your vision for Life Vantage? Where are we going to be in five years? In ten years? I I think I'm 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 interested in a lot of people listening. They they want to hear your vision. You know, we're we're at a certain point in our company right now. Um, you know, we were publicly traded. We sponsor a, a professional sports team. Uh, we're in two dozen countries um, that, you know, sharing our products all over the place. You know, we've done a lot of incredible things in the 13 years that we've been in business. 
for you, where do you see this company being in the next five to 10 years? Yeah. Yeah. You know, we, we, um, I think, you know, legitimately we have the opportunity, um, to, to double, triple our, our, our size over the next few years. Um, you know, there were, there was massive momentum in the company a, f a few years ago where we grew from, from virtually nothing to $200 million. Um, and we've plateaued, you know, and, and there's, there's a lot of reasons behind that. Um, but, uh, there, there is a new, um, energy belief and, and, um, future ahead of life vantage. And it is, it is driven by, um, a, a, a view of leveraging our, our history, not forgetting where we came from, but understanding totally kind of what some of those macro drivers are and where the direction of this industry is going and, and where the world is, is going and what we can do to leverage those broader trends. Um, You'll, you, you see that in a lot of the programs, the initiatives that we have in place or incentives that we have in place that are driving the, the right behaviors with our distributors. And, and you're seeing it with, um, with products that we launch. You know, it, this recently we, we launched Collagen at, a, at an event that was um, unlike any other event that we've done. Um, how we, how we, we launched the product, how we had tools and, and, um, uh, materials to assist the, the, the distributor base in terms of rolling that out to their distributors and to the consumers, how we, um, just built upon the science that again, is a differentiator for life vantage with that product. Um, is just the beginning of things that um, are to come. You know, I think you'll find that at future conventions, we continue to kind of follow that pattern of product launches that are focused on um, on on demonstrable um, uh, market needs or, or current trends and needs for individuals, products that, um, again, support that, that wellness, um, vision and, and, um, and, and with the excitement that we're seeing in, uh, with, with, with collagen and with, again, with product products that are going to be announced here, I, I think we're at the beginning of a, a second wave in this company's history. And, and I think that there's no, no limits to where we can go. I like that. So buckle up. Buckle up. Every one of you, buckle up. Put buckle your seatbelts on right now <laughs> because we're about to take off. Now that is that is awesome. And it sounds like, you know, we're just a few weeks away from Global Convention. It sounds like people need to get to Global. For sure. For sure. It's 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 um it is amazing the number of people that um, you know, were not able to participate at Activate 2022, this event that we had recently. Um, and for a variety of reasons, but I think we built enough trust, credibility, belief that, um, 
you don't want to miss this next event um, because there there's more to come that I think you're going to be super excited about. And and you know what? We're almost out of time. Uh, I think we got enough time maybe for for one more question. So I want I wanted to take this time to. Uh, you know, kind of shift focus a little bit and talk about the Golden State Warriors and see if there's a, <laughs> if you think there is a chance that they go back to back, and is Steph Curry a top five player in NBA history? Well, with, um, without a doubt, <laughs> um, the answer to both of those is yes. Uh, I think Steph Curry has has. Um, carved his legacy in, in stone. If they go back to back, it's just a health question. Oh, okay. Yeah. If they you can know, stay they, healthy, they'll you th- win. You think it. Kevin Durant would be interested in playing there sometime? I'd be, I, think, I think Steph Curry. I think Kevin really there. regrets be, his, yeah. his, his decision to leave. <laughs> it, so, you know, the, to kind of wrap things up in all, in all seriousness, I think if you were to give one golden nugget uh, of advice, I, I guess maybe even for let's say someone just signed up just you know a couple weeks ago and they and and they're new to Life Vantage, uh, they may be new to the industry of network marketing. They're just sitting there saying, okay, like I've heard the information, I know about the products. Um, you know, what? Why should I be excited? You know, what? Like, is there is there a gold nugget? Is there something that you would leave for that person, or I guess just anyone listening what's give us a gold nugget steve a that's gold, essentially what i'm trying to say a gold here any kind of golden nugget well i can tell you my um i i guess i guess part of what i've lived my life by is um is dreaming big understanding um understanding what can be accomplished um, and getting excited about that, but then also executing the small, consistent things on a day-in, day-out basis. You know, it's the proverbial eating the elephant one bite at a time. It's doing those consistent behaviors and, and, and uh, reflecting, pausing once in a while to make sure that the behavior's on track, not losing sight of that big picture and the big goal, the, the golden ring, if you will. But um, my, my success, my, my view on life is, is consistency is what is, is needed to, to drive success. And, and I think that's super true in this industry as, as, as well. You know the behaviors. I think the behaviors are known. Um, there, there's phenomenal leaders in this group, field leaders in this group, who have who have achieved massive success. And to a T, every one of them talks about behaviors that are that are very aligned, very consistent. And the difference between their success and others is. They did it. They did it every day. Um, they did it when it was tough. They did it when they were sick. They did it whenever life was happening. But it's those small, consistent day in, day out behaviors that that will drive success in life. There you go. There you have Golden it, Life nugget. Vantage. And, and, and I hope, again, you all have your seatbelts on because we're about to take off. There you have it. Steve Fife, an, an excellent job for your very... Oh. 
first podcast. Thank you. I think, I think we I, should make this a weekly I thing. Think, I think it was the, uh, the the moderator that made it a success. Y- you know, I I mean, you're the one that said it, <laughs> not me. And, and, you know, we're going to start working on some merch, some Colton and Steve Fife merch. Uh, look for that at the store at Global Convention. There you know, go. Yeah. There you that'd go. Be, that'd be a hot seller. Steve Fife, thank you so much. Awesome. Thanks. Thank you for tuning in to the Activation Nation podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Tell your friends and share your biggest takeaways from today's discussion with anyone who could benefit from them. This episode is sponsored by Life Vantage Legacy, a nonprofit dedicated to improving lives and building a lasting impact for those in need around the world. Learn more at lifevantage.com. We look forward to sharing more with you during next week's conversation. Thanks for listening and being an important part of the Life Vantage community. Thank you.